In this sit down, I promise to stand on everything that's said. It's been a minute. What do you say we get right on into it? I'm back uh, It's been two weeks Had the holiday come up uh, I did not take off Because of the holiday um, You know I really don't care about that I was out of town For the holiday And then after that uh, I was sick And before any of you Get yourselves excited uh, It wasn't COVID um, Even if they would have told me It was COVID I would have still said It was not COVID um, I had a cold slash sinus infection slash something like that. Pardon my voice if it's a little uh, off kilter this evening. I'm still recovering fully. Uh, nose is still a little stopped up. But hey, we was not going to let another week go by without giving you an episode. People done hit me up like, hey man, where the episode? Just sit back, relax, and keep doing what you're doing, which is worrying about other people instead of minding your own business until I get ready to drop the episode. But I do thank you for checking in to see where the episode was. And here's the episode. So we're going to get right into it because I got several topics that I need to cover. First off, as I just mentioned, I was out of town for the holiday. Um, I went to Atlanta, me and my lady uh, took her kids down there. We went to Legoland and we went to uh, the Aquarium of Georgia. Both cool spots. But a couple of things that I observed while I was in Atlanta um, was just kind of opening. I didn't realize all this was going on. So, the first thing I observed, Atlanta, and listen, I'm not a racist. <clears throat> I will say that I'm not prejudiced. But Atlanta is turning into Chinatown. And I'm dead serious. Like, every, and it wasn't people who were tourists. You could tell when people look like tourists and when people look like residents. Everywhere I went, the hotel we stayed at downtown, everywhere, it was there. You know what I'm saying? And I I didn't get the memo. I had no idea that this was going on. It was cool. But, you know, I didn't, I had no idea. Like, you know what I'm saying? So that's the first thing. The second thing that I took notice of and wasn't aware of, Apparently, Team Jordans are a big deal in Atlanta. Like, seriously. Like, Team... And maybe I missed the memo because I always just rock the retros. But Team Jordans had a heavy presence in Atlanta. 
Um, I'm talking about it was big everywhere. The aquarium, the mall. Uh, it was a lot of Team Jordan sightings. And when I say Team Jordans, for those of you who don't know about sneakers, these are the sneakers that Jordan did not play a single game in. Okay? These are those type sneakers. These are the sneakers that you can get for like $120, 130 um, They may say like uh, just flight on the tongue, something like that. Uh, they were not one of the ones he played ball in. So, that's what I mean by team joints. These are like the joints that the water boy may put on back in the day or the person who wiping the sweat up off the floor. Not really the joints that Jordan was wearing or any of his constituents. Um, but they have made a huge uh, appearance in Atlanta. Um, so if you go into Atlanta... You got a pair of team Jordans in the back of your closet that maybe you haven't felt comfortable wearing in your hometown. Take them joints with you to the A. You'll be right in. You'll they probably somebody that probably come up and comment you on. Team Jordans were so prevalent down there. I'm rocking the retros. People looking at me like I'm rocking something off brand. That's just how prevalent it's become. So, you know, we didn't get the memo. Maybe it'll change. And everywhere now, start rocking team joints. I don't know. But Atlanta, I give it to y'all. Y'all started it first. Yeah. All right. So, we're going to get right on into this thing here. Because what I want y'all to understand, man, is... We can only really be happy, truly happy, when we live in total integrity with ourselves, when we're really open and honest and transparent. And this is because we human beings need the truth like we need food. And we are starving for the truth. All right, so starving for the truth. I'm sure some of y'all are hungry. Um... Especially going two weeks without an episode because you just not really go get no real like uh, step on your toes talk or, you know, no real like structure as far as what needs to be said and what's going on. First thing I'm going to get into here, starving for the truth. Let me give you a little truth on something. As people, we have to be careful sometimes. Of what we say And if you don't know what to say I want to get Oh let me do my disclaimer first Tonight's episode will explain uh, Contain some explicit content So make sure You conduct your ears accordingly um, If it's offensive Go ahead and you might want to turn it off Or turn it down Or you might want to just um, Not listen to it I mean, that's an option as well. But if you want real talk and you enjoy it, um, tune in, stay tuned in. But anyway, point I was making, we got to watch what we say. And if you don't know what to say, it's okay to shut the fuck up. Like, I think the world has forgotten that. Like, it's okay to just shut up and not say anything. Um, I remember this being taught to me as a child. Uh, I think it came from the movie Bambi. 
Um, if you don't have anything good to say, then don't say anything at all. You know, that was a concept that was instilled as a child. You know, um, I've worked in corporate America. And sometimes people will be like, oh, man, you're so quiet. If I don't have anything to say, I'm not just going to be talking just to be talking. You know what I mean? But some people just be talking just to be talking. So I bring that up of two instances where someone should have just shut the fuck up or really just thought about what they were going to say. All right. Two instances where someone should have just shut the fuck up or really just said, you know what? Probably don't need to say that. First one we go get into is New York Mayor Eric Adams. New York Mayor Eric Adams. So Eric Adams was addressing the people and he said, yeah, you know, um, hopefully we can open things back up in April. Okay. No problem there. Yeah, because if we stay shut down, it could potentially, uh, you know, have a, a, a massive impact on our economy. Okay, cool. No problem there. But Eric just couldn't help himself. He had to just continue blabbing off, and he talked himself into something that went viral, and people got extremely offended. Let me read what Eric said. Eric continues and says, My low-skilled workers, such as my cooks, my dishwashers, my messengers, my shoeshine people, those who work at Dunkin' Donuts, Adding, they don't have the academic skills to sit in a corner office. They need this. We are in this together, and we should be saying to ourselves, if remotely do my job, then that stock clerk is not going to be able to have the business he deserves. That's what I need us to understand. So basically, Eric came out and said, the majority of these essential workers are too dumb to do anything else. So we got to keep the city going because of they dumb ass. And I don't understand who his PR person was when he writing this speech. Or I don't know if Eric just said, I'm going off the cuff and got caught up in the moment. But how did you think that was going to resonate well with the people, Eric? Like, come on. Now, these are the people who are going to work every day. They have been labeled essential workers. Essential means they're needed. And then you come in and say, oh, yeah, they need it. But they just basically throwaways because they can't go sit in no corner office. And if you start working remote, these people don't have the mental capacity to even be able to handle that type job. Classic example of needing to know. When to shut the fuck up? Because you, you were doing well addressing the people, talking about the plan of when you wanted to open the country back up. All of that. You were doing well. Then you went too far. Second example. Of some, and this one here, boy. So uh, the Rockets and the Wizards were playing a basketball game. So the Rockets, they got a star guard Kevin Porter Jr. Kevin Porter Jr. is nice. He can ball. He's pretty much the star of the team. Kevin Porter Jr. Uh, okay, I'm, I'm going to tell you the story after I let you hear it. So listen to this analyst, Glenn Conser, who is an analyst for the Wizards. 
listen at his uh how he calls the play that Kevin Porter Jr. does uh on the game winner. Play and um you gotta give credit. Kevin Porter Jr. Like his dad pulled that trigger right at the right time. Boy, that one stung. Kevin Porter Jr., like his dad, pulled that trigger at the right time. Boy, that one stung. You might say, well, why is that a big deal? Kevin Porter's Jr., Kevin Porter Jr.'s dad was in jail for shooting a 14-year-old girl and got out and then he was killed in jail for shooting a 14-year-old girl (laughs) and this man hits the game-winning shot and he says just like his dad he knows how to pull that trigger at the right time now, again, man, Glenn Concer, what the hell was you thinking? Like, how in the world would you think this would go over well? Then he tried to clean it up by saying after everybody called for him to be canceled, lose his job, after LeBron weighed in, he, he tried to clean it up and say, oh, I thought... He was the son of this dude who played for the Washington Wizards. And he had shot a game winner back in the day. And I thought that was him. Listen here, Glenn. As a sports analyst, your job is to know sports. Okay? Your job is to know sports. I'm not even a sports analyst. And I knew the backstory on Kevin Porter's dead. Because I had read an article about it when he was going through the draft process. So you mean to tell me you being an analyst, y'all going to production meetings, y'all have all of these other meetings. Nobody either crossing paths or anything said anything about Kevin Porter's dead. And it makes it hard for me to believe because you could have said, oh, he's clutch. Just like his dad, if you thought he was re- they were really that he was really the son of an old basketball player, but you specifically said he knows when to pull that trigger, like his dad, who was in jail for murder before he was murdered for shooting a fourteen-year-old girl. Classic example of watch what you say or. You don't have to say anything or just comment on he sh- hit the game, win a shot. You know what I'm saying? You don't have to add no additional flair to it. Just, hey, man, nice game, winning shot, Kevin Porter Jr. Way out of pocket. Way out. You know? So, 
Again, let this be a lesson to you. You got you got a lesson of two idiots who didn't pay attention to what they were talking about in New York Mayor Eric Adams. And the second idiot is Washington Wizards announcer or analyst Glenn Kunser. Let this be a lesson. Think before you speak. Or, hey, another option you have, don't speak. This is a good way to get into it. Definitely a good way to get into it. All right, so we're going to keep this party rolling on, man. We're going to keep it rolling on. Um, So I was talking with somebody, and they was <laughs> they was asking me, like, you know, um, how I feel about people living together and, and, and stuff like that. Um, first of all, let me be very clear. <clears throat> if you're in a relationship, and even I feel like you got to be married or on your way to marriage. I've shacked up in the past. No, it's not the way to go. Um, But that's a relationship. When it comes to just, oh, me and my friend want to get a place. No. Well, first, let me let me go back. What's your age? How long are we talking about? Is this just a pit stop? Like, there should be no reason. Two grown people, and when, when I say grown, really it starts at 18. But I, I, I stretch it on out. I, I'll give you a couple more years to get your shit together. So we'll start at 25, okay? We'll say 25 it's really when you should start kind of looking at, all right, do I really want to do this long term? Now, if you need to do a pit stop here or there, hey, I'm going to do this, I'm going to stack some bread up, blah, blah, whatever. But it should never be your aim if this ain't somebody you trying to intertwine your life with, with marriage. This shouldn't be somebody you just come and say, man, I'm about to get a, a crib with her. I'm about to do something with my homeboy. And y'all just damn... Stand together five, ten years. No, that should not happen. I have a greater appreciation for that now. Here's why. You don't realize, like, like now I live by myself now. Like, you know what I'm saying? I live by myself. My lady, she come through, but she got her own crib. She can go to her own crib. You never really understand until you in that situation where you living by yourself, it's like, boy, sometimes you just need that that peace, that space to to be with your thoughts. Also, you don't know like the energies that people possess in the spirits. So if you are gonna move in with somebody, you gotta make sure you move it in with a like minded person. You know what I'm saying? And what I mean by that. You know, if you got somebody who's just completely oblivious to everything, um, they don't think about anything, and you're someone who you're not going to take anything for face value, you're a thinker, uh, don't move with this person. Because that's going to create a communication uh, barrier right there immediately. Y'all not going to have any of the same interests to talk about. So it's really going to be like you're living with a stranger because y'all not really going to talk to each other because you're not really going to want to interact with this person. 
Uh, make sure you're aligned the same way when it comes to cleanliness. Okay, I'm. I can't be around nothing dirty. If your crib dirty, I can't stay long. You know what I'm saying? Cause I'm a feel. I'm a feel dirty. You know. Uh, I'm not gonna have my crib dirty. You know what I mean? If I have a group of people at my house, I like having people. The people I fuck with. I like having people come over and kick it. If people come over and kick it, when they leave, either that same night or the next day, I disinfect my whole crib. And it ain't because I think my friends is dirty. No, that's just me. Every It's germs and stuff that be around that we, you know what I'm saying, we don't see. Like, I disinfect the doorknobs. I disinfect the remotes. I spray Lysol down on everything. Uh, I, anything that somebody could have touched, you know what I'm saying. I disinfect it all. I make sure I cut, uh, get my carpet straight. You know what I'm saying. Like that's just how I live. And if you living with someone who is disgusting, that's go. It, it's gonna mess up your mental because you're never gonna be able to be comfortable. And if you're, even though you're sharing a a, a place, it's still supposed to be your home. So you're supposed to be comfortable in your own home. You can't do that if you're not aligned with this person <clears throat> when it comes to cleanliness. They got to be clean. Um, You got to be aligned on, like, your sleep patterns. This person might be somebody who like to stay up all night and party and do all this extra stuff. You might be somebody who... By 10 or 11, you take it down because you get up early. You might start your day 5, 6 in the morning. So, again, you got to damn make sure that. Do y'all have some of the same interests in friends and people? You got to make sure that. Because I don't like a lot of off-brand. Well, I ain't going to say a lot. I don't, if you're off-brand, you can't come to my crib. Like, and you, people who know me know, don't even bring nobody off-brand to my crib. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't do that. Because I don't have a problem asking you and them to leave. You know? Um, because this is this is me. I'm This is my place of peace. And this is where I'm going to relax it. Um, so anybody who potentially is coming in here to disrupt that, you have to exit stage left immediately. Like, we, we're not doing that. So... That's why I was telling this person, think of all those things. Um, you got to even narrow it down to to food. Like, okay, does this person like to always eat out? And I told a story back when I was living in Clinton. I was talk, talking to this person. I was living in Clinton, young nigga shit. Um, my mom had passed away, so my sister had got me an apartment. So <clears throat> I had a homeboy who got into it with a baby mama. Baby mom put him out So he needed to stay somewhere for a few days I got you Ain't no You know Ain't tripping you my nigga I will Help you If you need a place But what I'm not gonna do Is Support you While you do what you wanna do With your money But then you want me To To Pick up the slack on stuff you need Case in point Hey man I'm about to go to the store and get a brew. You want a brew? Nah, I'm cool. 
Word. Get back. Hey, maybe mind if I tap some of that brew? First couple times, all right, man, cool. Like, a few other times. Hey, man, we about to get some food. You want some food? Nah, man, I'm straight. Word. Food come. Hey, man, mind if I grab a slice of that? Nah, the nigga had bread because every weekend he going to get the J's. Nigga kept a bag to smoke. Uh, would take her chicks out. Uh, the Applebee's, all this type shit. Niggas is, he, it wasn't no money problem. But he wanted to spend his money on what he wanted to spend his money on. So that was the problem. Um, So I, I had to have a talk with him. Like, you know, hey, man, if you go be here and you go be eating up the groceries and stuff, I need you to start contributing to the groceries. You've also stayed past the extended time that you told me this is my place. This is not an extended stay. And even if it was, if you were an extended stay, you still got to pay for that. So here's what I need you to start paying if you go stay here. Still got mad and left. Like I did something wrong to him by me saying I'm not supporting you and your meals, none of that. And if you're going to continue, you said a couple weeks. Bro, you've been here about 45 days. So now you heading into two months. After 30 days, you're a tenant, technically. So you you need to break some bread. They got mad and left. Which was cool with me. I mean, that didn't hurt me at all. But then he wanted to come back a couple weeks later. No. Because I know I'm not going, yeah, man, I'll get you on the, on the rent and stuff. No, because I know you go going to repeat that same cycle. You come in here, snatch up another 45 days of free, and then you'll dip again. And then, no, I'm not doing that with you. You're still my dog, but no. I got to cut that off at the knees like a girl wearing capris. You know what I mean? We can't do that. But uh, so all of those are things you need to keep. In mind, when you thinking about moving in with somebody, me personally, uh, I don't suggest doing it. You know what I'm saying? Um, find somewhere that you can afford on your own. But, man, that's one of the best things. You know what I'm saying? And and I was talking to my old lady. She agreed, like, well, we would have moved in together. We might not get along as good as we do. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm, I'm an introvert. You know, and I like to be chill, man, in my own space. And sometimes I don't, I just don't want to deal with a whole bunch. You know what I'm saying? But when you live with other people, man, you just you just there, and you can't tell them to get out or go, like, cause that's their house too. You know what I'm saying? So think about it, cause if you if you living with the wrong person, why well, you can end up hating the person. Just because y'all not a good mix in living quarters. And that could be in a relationship or a friendship. You could end up hating somebody just because y'all don't mix with how y'all interact with living together. So think about it before you just say, yo, we about to do it. All right. So next topic I'm going to get into. I know last episode... I kind of talked about 
people coming on the internet saying, pray for me. Don't ask no questions, just pray. And I, I I was very clear on my stance on that. You you say that to me, you don't have to worry about anything. I'm if you can't tell me what's going on, first off, I'm probably not praying anyway. I just throw the praying hands up. That's the prayer. Um, but definitely if you talking to me like that, talking about don't ask no questions, I'm definitely not saying anything. But another thing I wanna address, man. Can y'all stop with the death announcements on Facebook? Like, like for real. Like, people post stuff and, and they post like this. Boy, pray for my city. I can't talk about it right now, but we done lost the real one. Or, boy, I can't believe my dog gone. Man, I just hit you up the other day, bro. Then you'll see people in the comments like, who, what's going on? I can't speak on it right now. And then you'll see somebody come in the comments like, can you take this down or wait? Like the family ain't even been notified. Or you'll see somebody post on like, boy, yo, I know I ain't hear just what I thought I heard. And then people are hopping in comments, praying, condolences. Like, yo, stop the bullshit. Just stop. Like, because I'm the type of nigga, this is the type of nigga I am. I I hate when someone passes away. I hate it. I know the pain. I done dealt with so much death in my family. I'm desensitized to it, to be honest. I just be like, man, I, I hate that for you. Hope, hope, you know, stay strong. Hope everything work out. But what I hate more is like the cliffhanger of what I'm I'm the type of nigga when I hear it, if you're gonna post it, I need it to read like an obituary. This happened to this person. This was their age. They left behind these people. They had these many kids. They passed away from this. That's what I expect to see when you're doing a death announcement. Now I could be wrong, but that's just me. I don't want to have to fill in the blanks. I don't want to have to wonder, well, who's going, who, the city done lost a real one. Who was the real one the city done lost? Like, speak on it. Now, I will say this. J.J. Solomon will give all the information for it. JJ will tell you who that passed away, where it was. Shout out JJ. And he'll throw that up on IG quick. But y'all people on Facebook, man, if you, again, it's that's attention seeking. That's attention seeking. God forbid one of my homeboys passed away. You think I'm finna come to Facebook? And and ain't nobody said nothing. The family don't know and put out. Boy, I just lost my partner. People who know me know I only got a couple partners that I really call my partners. So they go, boy, which one was it? No, I'm not doing that. And God forbid, think of something happened to one of my partners that I'm going to be out here again telling y'all on Facebook What's going on? But then I'm telling y'all, don't ask no questions. That's seeking attention. And the other thing that just makes my ass itch 
is when y'all uh, say this, and then y'all will come back and and do this right here. But we was a real. He was a real. We were just talking, and y'all might post some screenshots or some text messages showing where you was talking to the person, or a screenshot of the call log showing where y'all had a phone conversation. Nigga, if if you was talking, if you if the if you was really that real with the person and locked in with them, people ain't even go question when you put it out there that okay, I miss my dog. I can't believe my dog gone. You're posting it because you know it's people looking on like, bro, why is you even worried like that? You ain't even cool with buddy. Or women, you, man, you ain't even fool with her like that. <clears throat> like, come on, man. <clears throat> what What is this about? Like, when did the world become this? I gotta be in the know. I got. I gotta be the first to report on something. That's the news reporters. They used to be their job. Now it's everybody who got a social media want to be the first to report something. Please knock it off. I, I mean, I've I've talked to y'all about making sure you're not uh doing a proud thing. But now this death thing done came up. Please knock it off. Let the family report. I saw when somebody had passed away and I thought it was so nice. The family came on and said, hey, um, it's been a lot of questions about this. Yes, this happened. Uh, the family will be gathered here. Funeral arrangements will be there. That's a good announcement. But all y'all coming with all that, it's whole oh, the city done lost a real one. Pray for my city. First off, it ain't your city. Majority of people say I pray for my city The city don't even fuck with you But you claiming this is my city Let me take it down a notch boy. Damn I don't even I don't even know why I let y'all You know get next to me like that But somebody gotta speak up On some of the stuff that's going on man like we can't just keep going on, going along with this and turning a blind eye. Y'all need to be checked. I put on uh, social media the other day. I was like, social media needs a button that says if you go to post some shit that somebody already done posted that says hell no, somebody already posted that and won't allow you to post it because y'all will go post the same meme over and over and over. I done seen the one at least 40 or 50 times. I got to stay off indeed. I just be applying for anything. I got an interview today at 5 o'clock for a pastor. <laughs> People hitting the laughing emoji. Stop it. That shit been posted so many times. And you see it. If you want to repost it, hit share. But stop snipping it and posting it like it was you. Man. Speaking of death, man, uh, shout out to Mo Mio. Um, that's Dolph's wife, man. She came out with these dope hoodies. Um, as you can see, it says, black men deserve to grow old. R.I.P. Dolph, man, long little Dolph. Um, it was a dope hoodie. She do great business. Um, just a, just a good individual. So shout with her. 
Um, get you a Dolph hoodie, man. Them joints is dope. Um, and also speaking of that Dolph thing, one of my homeboys hit me up today. Was like, man, look at this. They found out who murdered Dolph. It was somebody who was in his crew. He was like, man, can you believe this? Absolutely, my nigga. And what I told him is, I said, listen, we've been out the streets for some years. But you know what ain't changed about the streets? They don't love nobody and they ain't loyal to nobody. They don't love nobody and they ain't loyal to nobody. I done faced the ass of time by somebody I looked at as a brother. Yeah, so nah, that ain't ain't surprised me. It didn't surprise me at all. Yeah, he was in pictures with him. Yeah, you know, hey, what it is. Like, didn't surprise me. Think all the rappers who that's done happened to. You done seen the stories. They been in pictures. Betty who killed Nipsey. Was in pictures with him. Killed him. You know what I'm saying? XXX Tentacion. He had had previous interactions with them people. Murked them. You know what I'm saying? So, nah. Like, I don't know the backstory behind it. Really don't care about the backstory behind it. You know? Whatever decision he made, he made it. You got to live with it. You got to stand on it. But, um, nah, I wasn't surprised at all. Like, nothing people do surprises me anymore. And that might sound sad, but it don't. Like, you used to hear somebody... Or they did something to a kid You be like Oh man how they do that to a kid That don't even surprise me no more man It's normal People have gone sick They have no natural affection They just doing anything You know what I'm saying So nah It, it don't shock me um, That it was somebody who You know He was familiar with <clears throat> Someone who had been In pictures with him Like nah But uh, Moving on to why we talking about some street stuff, right? So, I saw somebody that sent me a post of, uh, boy, these silence is getting on me. Mm, pardon me. <clears throat> I ain't even drinking tonight, boy. That's how bad it is. But anyway, somebody that sent me a post with Troy Av had posted, and he was talking about, um, you know, as if you're a gangster, you shouldn't be around begging, you know, and saying you were wrongfully accused, all of this and that. So I found out Troy Ave was referencing Casanova two times, the rapper Casanova two times. And apparently they've had beef in the past, whatever. You know what I mean? Really don't care. The reason why I'm speaking about this is because so many times people talk about, oh, snitches, rats, this and that, that and this. I get it. But you got to be careful. Sometimes a couple things, a couple lessons I'm going to give you about this. You got to be careful when you calling people that, you know what I'm saying? Don't just get caught up in the moment because I know some rats who will burn your motherfucking cleats. Like, yeah, they, they rats, but they some gangster ass rats. They still gangster. You know what I'm saying? They told, but niggas will still get busy if need be. Um, now, I don't condone rats at all. That's one of my requisites. If you want me to do a song with you, uh, you can't be in nobody's paperwork. You know what I'm saying? That's that's just not an option. 
But what I want to bring up about this is Casanova, and even before I saw the Troy Ave thing, like for the last couple months, <clears throat> I always thought it was weird. I'm like, damn, every time you look around, Casanova whining about his case or, and somebody pray for me, like, this, 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 and this, and I don't know the full story of what happened with Casanova. Again, I don't, I don't care. But just looking at how he's, you know, uh, I need help. I'm being held back here wrongfully. This, this, and this. He could be completely innocent. But what you got to be careful of, Casanova says he's a gangster, right? Gangsters do gangster shit. I say that to say I had a homeboy did seven years. He ain't even do that shit. I know it. The streets know it. He didn't do that shit. So I was talking to him one day, I'm like, man, how you mental? You know what I'm saying? Like how you how you know, cause he had he had just did two before that, before he got that big. Like how you know what I'm saying? Like, I how you holding up, bruh? He was like, man, I look at it like this. This is me paying for all the shit I didn't get caught for. And I was like, damn. You know what I'm saying? He was like, man, I'm out here, you know, when I'm out in the streets doing X, Y, Z. Think about all the stuff I got away with. So even though I didn't do what I got caught for, I should have been looking at way more than seven years. And I'm not saying this that Casanova, he's saying he didn't do it. So it's all alleged. If he didn't do it, he didn't do it. But as you saying that you're a gangster, bro, I'm, I'm sure it's other stuff that has transpired that you skated on. You know what I mean? And I feel like anytime... You put yourself in a certain category. Like, if I was out here not saying, oh, I'm a gangster. Oh, I'm killing people. I'm doing this. I can't expect, you know what I'm saying? Like, the police not to look at me if somebody they know that I had an issue with comes up dead. I'm out here yelling that I'm a gangster. I'm killing people. You know what I mean? Like, so... If this is what you're saying you are, like, why are you, why are you even coming like, hey, man, you handle that with your lawyer behind the scenes? Hey, man, I ain't do this one. Like, what can we do about the case? But not every time you get a chance on social media, hey, somebody help me out with my case. They doing me wrong, blah, blah, blah. Nah, man, that's not gangster. That's not what gangsters do. You know what I'm saying? Like, and... I don't have nothing personally against Casanova. Like I said, I don't know him. But I know principles and things that I was raised on and raised around. Take, for instance, um, and people people that went at Troy Ave, like, oh, ain't you a rat? You a rat. How you going to talk about somebody else? And I'm like, yo, like, first off, nobody gets a pass because Troy Ave, hey, listen. Uh, what Troy's situation allegedly is documented on video. Now, if Troy Av was just a civilian rapper and said this is what happened, and it was documented on video, cool. Troy Av 
conducts himself as a gangster too. You you don't need to finger nobody and be like, yeah, him. No, that's not gangster. No, this is standing on the podcast. I don't have a dog in the fight, but I'm just gonna call it like I see it. That's not gangster either. When I was in the streets doing gangster shit, when I got caught with a gun and, and dope and was looking at a lot of time, I could have told. I ain't telling nobody. That's not gangster. You know what come with what you're doing. You know what I'm saying? So um, just kind of keep that in mind. And if if people rat or they snitch, cool. Like just... You know that in your circle and the people who need to know it, know it. The streets that need to know it, know it. Niggas from New York, I'm in South Carolina. I don't need to know every nigga in New York who a rat. I'm not around them. If it's somebody around me now, yeah, I'm going to know they're a rat. Even if I know they're a rat, if I see somebody who close to me starting to kind of get close to them, I'm going to put a bug in there. Hey, man, but it told but you're not going to see me going, boy, this person a rat. Putting up, you know what I'm saying? Ain't no need to do all that. Because you drawing unnecessary attention to yourself and to the situation. And again, what a lot of y'all fail to realize, a lot of these rats is gangsters. Alpo was a rat, but was a gangster. So don't get it confused because a nigga told, thinking you safe because this nigga told. This nigga still send you home in a box. So just be careful about that, man, when you looking at just labeling people and shouting people out. Cause I done seen I done seen some soft ass niggas on the internet posting this person a rat. And I'm sitting there looking at this shit like, man, bro, this nigga smoke your fucking cleats. Like you need to shut the fuck up. Cause you know you are not like that. Like you need to just relax, man. Like certain things you're not qualified to speak on. You don't need to be calling nobody no rat. But the Casanova situation, what Troy Ave said, um, he got a point. Like when you gangster, hey, you can't be begging, man, and saying, "Oh, I'm done wrong, nah, man." You gotta, you gotta wear that gangster hat through every situation. You know, now if you done reformed and you out of the streets and you ain't rapping gangster shit and you just living your life as a peaceful individual, cool. But as long as you in that lane, hey man, you gotta own everything that come with it. Yeah, yeah. So as we get ready to get out of here, man, we got uh, one last topic that we going to get into. And this one was uh, me and my old lady started talking about this and the shit got wild. So we was talking about how always people would be like, boy, women, men got it easy. They don't have to have periods. They don't they don't uh, have to birth children. So. I started like, man, hell no. Like, it's things that a woman has it easy on and a man doesn't. Now, this is go, this conversation go get a little crazy. Um, just tell you this, but it's real talk. <clears throat> as a man, and I told her this, as a man, man, morning wood. Morning wood is rough. Like, 
if you're a man, you go wake up most of the time on team. You go have morning wood. Uh, one of the worst feelings is if you got morning wood and you trying to pee. There's no control. It's pee's just going everywhere. So there's a method though. I'm gonna tell y'all to give y'all some game on how to control yourselves. Flip up. And then when you getting ready to release P, just flip back down. That recalibrates everything. No, I'm telling you, I've tried many methods. Like this is this is the method to go with. Boop, bam. Then you'll be good. You recalibrate it. I don't know what it is about the money wood and how it throws everything off, but that'll get you right. Women don't have to deal with that. They can just go sit down and just let go. Everything cool. The biggest thing, and I put this out on Facebook, and it got a lot of interaction. I said, who is under more pressure during the first sexual encounter, the man or the woman? My girl was like, oh, it's, it's the woman. No. The woman's not under more pressure on the first sexual encounter. And everybody who commented on the post, not one person said the woman was under more pressure. Some of the comments was like, no, definitely the man. Some women said it's it's the man, because if he uh-uh, if he ain't performing right, I ain't giving him another chance. Some was like, oh yeah, the man, because you might be too nervous and this, this. It is the man, hands down. Let me tell you about me, and and again, this is a stand on it podcast, so I I don't have a problem being very transparent here. All right? I like raw sex. As ninety nine percent of y'all, if y'all are honest, y'all will agree. I like raw sex. Okay, you want to applause? That's fine. But anyway, so. On a first sexual encounter, the odds of hitting raw are minimal in most cases. Now, sometimes, you know, you might get to it's sometimes it'll go down, but some sometimes if if, if it's really somebody you're in tune with, um, they may know your reputation, or they may just be like, "No, I just want to be on the safe side," you know, as we're starting out. Raw eyes are minimal. So with that in my mind, all right, now we hot and heavy. Hot and heavy in the moment. Uh, I'm at full attention, ready to go. But I got a transition to putting the rubber on. In the midst of that transition, my mind has now gotten on this fact that, dang, I got to put this rubber on. So as I'm fumbling with the the rubber plastic, trying to get that all out and, and get the rubber, I'm back floppy drive. So now I'm, I'm floppy drive. Now I got to go back to her for assistance to get back at attention.
Now you Sometimes you might even see the frustration In her face Like oh man Like I thought it was about to go down You know what I'm saying All a woman gotta do is Just One person put on the post All a woman gotta do is stretch and open up Pretty much that simple Stretch and open up but now I'm I'm sitting here I'm completely off my game because I'm I really want to smash Raw, but I can't. Either she's not a willing participant, or I'm just trying not to show that I'm I'm, I'm loose like that. You know, what I'm, I'm, just, I'm trying to have some dignity about myself. So why this is happening? You got so much going through your mind. Then by the time you get back right. If you fall off in some unexpected gas, maybe y'all been talking dumped to each other leading up to this about how this go go down, and you done oversold yourself. You fall off in this gas, and now you on E before you even pull out the parking lot. You came in with a full tank. That's pressure. Men are under a lot of pressure, man. And then you'll have you'll have a woman like, oh, it's okay. But you know you get the, the it's okay talk. You ain't did shit, man. You wasted time. You wasted a condom. You wasted all them words, them, them tough words you was talking about, what you was going to do. You you just were a complete waste. Then you think, oh boy, I can't wait for the get back. But in your mind, that lackluster performance is still in the back of your head. So now you got to go through that same phase again. But you did. You think of Bob's. I hope she let me smash raw. Like I ain't even gotta go through this. Like let's let's see what's going on. You know. Like so I can make sure. You know I can. If I could just if I could hit raw. Like it's it's gonna be great. This is just what I'm gonna do. Like I'll be in there. But it's something about for me the transition period between being at attention. Ready to go To having to put a condom on Man That's why I know they're not for me man Like It's It's like a mind thing Like no man Like It's just not a good look You know what I'm saying So Women When you Quick to say That uh, Men got it easier Don't do that Like Listen to this. Think of those things I just said. Morning wood, trying to pee, shit just everywhere. But I gave you a nugget. Uh, flip, bow. That'll help out with that. As far as like the stress of first sexual encounter, man, listen. The only real advice I could give, like just based on my perspective, and it sounds fucked up, go wrong. Like find somebody that you trust. You know what I mean? 
Just take a chance. All right. Well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It was good being back with y'all. Um, I hope everybody had a uh, good holiday. And I'm not saying, I've been saying happy old year to everybody. First off, it's not really the new year. If you really know what's going on, you know that. But those of you who believe it's the new year, I've been saying happy old year. Yes, happy old year. Because y'all are acting already the same old way y'all act every year. Ain't nothing changed. Um, couple days into the new year, the calendar new year, people already done got off their uh, New Year's resolutions. All, just all that, man. So happy old year. I'm not saying happy new year to y'all. Cause y'all not y'all not doing anything new. It's still the old stuff that's going on. So happy old year. Um, next week got a guest coming through. Um, got a couple more guests lined up. I'm probably gonna do three, four more episodes for this season. Then I'm gonna tap out on that, and then I'm gonna come back with season two. Also, season two, I'm gonna have like an off show. So I'm gonna have the regular stand on it show. Then I'm going to have another show during the week with a guest that we just go chop up a few quick things and get out of here. But we're going to keep that content coming for you. You know, and it's going to be that real content. It's going to be that content that is relatable. Um, it ain't just going to be talking celebrity gossip, none of that. I'm going to give you stuff to help you out in your life. I'm going to give you some jewels, uh, all of that good stuff. So make sure you stay tuned in. If you want to be a guest on the show, email standonitpod at gmail.com. If you like the content you're hearing, man, um, I got a few uh, likes and subscribers on uh, Apple platform. Make sure you go on there and like it. Make sure also you go to the YouTube, man, and look at the episode. You know what I'm saying? I be fresh as hell in this motherfucker. And y'all sitting at home. Bullshitting around Well some of y'all probably ain't got smart TVs though That might be what it is But still look at it on your phone or something Go check the episode out But subscribe Like, rate, review Do that I need that You know what I'm saying As I continue to build this thing out <coughs> Pardon me um, Still fighting this Whatever it is But yes uh, As I always tell you Energy is real. People don't possess real energy. Make sure the people you're around, they got good energy coming off of them. If not, immediately get away from them. You owe it to yourself. Protect your peace. With that being said... Kicking my ass, bro. Damn. Boy, what the hell you talking about? Ain't it raining outside too? <laughs> <laughs>